Hello and welcome to episode two of the Black Country Ramble. I'm Kiz and I'm still a West Brom fan and I'm with JB. JB, uh, are you a West Brom fan? Absolutely not. I am uh, long-suffering, but as I said last week, enjoying every moment at the moment, Wolves fan. Yeah, and, and as I said last week, if that sounds weird, it's because it is. What we do here is uh, we review uh, every West Brom game and every Wolves game from the perspective of a West Brom fan and a Wolves fan. And needless to say, it doesn't always go down um, in a friendly manner. But we'd like to think um, we keep it pretty civil. Isn't that right, JB? We do indeed, yeah. I think ultimately we both love our clubs. We can both be a little bit stubborn at times and sometimes probably a little bit biased. But well, yeah, the, one I, so. the one thing I do, I do pride myself on is being able to be... Um, as impartial as, as I can be when it comes to football. So I think that's why the mix between ourselves is so good and hopefully this podcast is going to grow and get bigger and stronger week by week. That's the aim. So thank you for tuning into episode two, guys. Uh, let's get into it. So JB, how are you? I'm, I'm good. Again, I'll keep this brief. I've been in the dentist today, a uh, <laughs> bit of work done. So I'm, the anaesthetic is currently wearing off. So if I do sound a bit funny, apart from my dulcet tones, of course, that's because I have had some work uh, on, my, on, on my teeth today. But apart from that, mate, I'm, I'm good. Um, I had a house move this week, so I've been busy, but I've been looking forward to this to this uh, this podcast this week to sort of give me a little bit of time out from day to day and stuff. What about yourself, mate? You okay? Awesome. Yeah, all good, all good. Uh, still flying off the back of a Premier League point on Monday night. Absolutely. Um, Life worth so, Okay, let's get into it. Jack, um, Wolves played Newcastle and Wolves drew one all with Newcastle. West Brom, well, yeah, West Brom played Brighton and West Brom drew one all with Brighton. Now, uh, we will mix it up, but this week we'll stay with Wolves first again. JB, give me three words to describe Wolves' performance. Oh, da, 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 da. controlled, okay. Nuno, <laughs> and, dis- and disappointed. Okay, um, so let's go for controlled. Why is controlled the first word in that list? Because we controlled the whole game. Up from start to finish, it was, it was controlled. Um, 60% possession, 16 shots yeah. on target. I felt for um, Brucey. Sorry, sorry, not, sorry, not on 16. Sorry, 16 shots, not on target. 16 yeah. shots, obviously, within, uh, yeah, in the total, match, sorry. Yeah. It was a total... I didn't want to use the word domination because domination is usually associated with free-flowing, camping yeah. the opposition half, hammering at the door for 90 minutes. It wasn't that at all, but it was controlled uh, because Newcastle did not lay a glove on us at all. Um, Nuno, the reason why I use the word Nuno is because it was very, very Nuno. It was that controlled, disciplined performance. When you're watching, you're going, my God, in some ways we're so good and in other ways we're so bad because we just don't push on to the neck onto the front foot as much as we used to we don't click on into third and fourth gear and up the revs and it yeah. was a very sort of new no performance and ultimately disappointed purely because it was it was a controlled performance we were one that up the game should have been put to bed way earlier um way earlier and it was an absolute kick in the teeth to, 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 to concede a free kick in the manner it was conceded in terms of it wasn't a foul um, in terms of the wall was poor, in terms of Ruby made a very rare mistake. So that was the disappointing yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, well, as much as I'd love to sit here and say it was a world-class free kick from Albion legend Jacob Murphy, <laughs> it was a case of biscuit wrists for Ruby. It to was, be honest. It was an, a very uncharacteristic. Very uncharacteristic. Yeah, very, yeah. It, was just, it was one of those things, he's where like, 
you know what it's like. You're watching a game and your team is one nil up. You've been in control for the whole game, mm-hmm. but that horrible one nil, two one scoreline that gives football fans nightmares across the world. And all of a sudden, a big hoof ball from 60, 70 yeah. yards comes across. Your centre half goes up. Well, actually, Cody didn't go up for a challenge. He stood his ground. He's won the free kick. Really poor decision. And then you just know what's coming. And, and ultimately, the wall was wrong. Really yeah. made a mistake. Yeah. And it was just disappointing. Disappointing, mate. I mean, it was a look, point on the board. You know, we're still unbeaten in, in three games. And, and, you know, is it four games now? Sorry, I should know that. But, you know, we, we, you know, we, we didn't look like losing. But just disappointing, mate, to be honest. And like I said, I yeah. think we've just got to start to get on that front foot a bit more, a bit more, mate, because we're, we're more than capable with the players we've got. And it's disappointing seeing us sort of, I call it having the reins on us. I feel like the reins are on us. It's like, God, just cut the reins, cut the apron strings a little bit. Let's go for it mm-hmm. and kill teams off. So, yeah, so that, that, that's, that, that's my sort of quick summary yeah. on the game. But what, what, what about Albion? How are you feeling? Well, um, I so just a quick word on on Wolves before we move on, and then I will tell you how I feel about Albion. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, with sure. Wolves last week, one of the things we spoke about was how Wolves won a game they didn't deserve to win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or n- yeah. didn't necessarily deserve to win. They were just really clinical. Absolutely, and this week it was the yeah, opposite, yeah. and it, it it was so unwolves. Um, to, swings, swings to, you know. Yeah, we've got, we got to be yeah. a podcast. We're going to be a podcast full of cliches, aren't we? Swings yeah. around about. Absolutely, mate. It, it, it swings around about. Yeah. You know, I, I just really hope. I mean, I know we'll, we'll touch on the, the, the preview a little bit later on for tomorrow night's game. I just yeah, really hope yeah. that, that if there's lessons to be learned over the last three, four games, as a, going back to lockdown to be honest with you, but the, particularly the last three, four games is Nuno just lets the lads off the leash and there's just that little bit of dynamism where we can go at teams. That, the only time we've displayed it this year is, is in the first game of the season against Sheffield United. For five minutes. And, and that, for five, for five <laughs> ten minutes, where literally, I remember watching, I was like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. who, who are we? And we just literally went at them for 10, 15 minutes, went turn them up in six minutes, then all of a sudden, and breaks back up again, sitting yeah. back for 80 minutes. Yeah. And it's really frustrating. Um, I just hope that, that we can kick on because I think the way the league is at the moment, the way teams are picking points off each other, a half decent set of, of results, a little, a little nice oh, you're right up there. build up to Christmas. You're right up there. Yeah, you, you are, string, mate. If you can string three or four wins together, and even if the vile wins, horrible, a bit like the Leeds win, even if you can, yeah. you know, and let's be honest with you, with you kids, if the Newcastle game would have been a win, I would have been saying, you know, even it can be a Leeds-Newcastle kind of win. Yeah, you know, yeah, those, yeah. not pretty, but four, you get it done. Not pretty, but get it done. If you string three or four together, you're right up there. Mm. No one's running away at the moment. Um, yeah, and that's but that won't last thing, all season. So you've got to make your move early doors. Spot on. Spot you've got to on, be man. in and around Spot that on. conversation. It's same, same for Albion, really. We've, we've, yep. You've got to get ahead of the curve um, as much as you can before Christmas time. Obviously, heads above water as it is, yep. just out of the relegation zone. But you, like you say, you want to get ahead of steam going into yeah, yeah. Christmas where the games come thick and fast. So, uh, sorry, mate, to answer your question on Albion, how do no, I feel good, about Albion? Um, I, uh, going back to football cliches, I have never seen an Albion game where we've been, where we've sort of fulfilled that game of two halves cliche so much. Ah, unbelievable. It, it was, I know you watched it yourself. You, you, I'll, I'll share yeah. the text you sent with me. You... <laughs> Um, I knew that was coming. Yeah. Oh, well, everyone, the people <laughs> who want to hear it, 
Um, Absolutely. So uh, I received two texts from Jack, uh, ladies and gentlemen. One was on Sunday night. When did Wolves play? Was that Sunday? Yeah. Was it Sunday? Yeah. Um, at eight minutes past six, I got HMS Pista League. Um, and then we beat Palace Friday. We are top. Shithouse FC. And I love it. Fair enough. You're flying high. You just scored a goal. Uh, Half time in the Albion game. So this is um, this is exactly 24 when, hours later. Um, yeah. You ain't winning a game this side of 2020. Mark my words. <laughs> do you stand by that? Do you, do you think we won't win a game? Based on that first half performance, well, yeah. I would have absolutely stood by that, mate. Because oh, I just ghosted what, it, mate. I what, never replied what, to that because I was thinking he's right. What, I know I know you did. What I did was at half time, I literally quickly, quick Google, West Brom fixtures, went up <laughs> to the new year. And I was like, based on what I've just seen, I cannot see yeah. you getting a win at all. Yeah. Um, and granted, in terms of my HMS Pistol League shithouse FC, <laughs> I do, lo- I do, I do love it. I do love it. I, I love the fact that we're a shithouse team. Yeah. But ultimately, I was a few beers down. Yeah, at that of point. course, of course. Um, well, so absolutely. But no, yeah. no, definitely made Tyler two halves and basically yeah. first half. I stand by that text actually. But and I, I would, I would, crazy. If we performed the way we the performed difference. in the first half every week. We'll be relegated by Christmas. Never mind, not win a game by Christmas. It was appalling. Um, Mm -hmm. And I tweeted out on on Monday night, that own goal, it wasn't his fault, but I tweeted out, that own goal is is exactly what Jake Livermore deserved for his first half performance. He's supposed to be the captain. And and I love Jake Livermore. I've got a lot of time for Jake. Yeah, Um, He looked like Bambi on ice when the ball came to him. His distribution from the back was laughable. Like when you when you see, yeah. for example, obviously every week I have to watch the Wolves game for this. Um, yeah. That made it sound like a chore, didn't it? Um, I have to watch the Wolves <laughs> game. It is at the moment. Yeah, and you watch Connor <laughs> Cody, who's a centre back, and the way he distributes he's un- the ball, he's unbelievable. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah unbelievable. He's, he's he's different gravy. He's like that Virgil Van Dyke distributor of the ball from the back, and then you've got Jay Livermore, who's playing in front of the back four, and bless him, could not play a fifteen-yard pass on Monday. It yeah. was appalling, and then. Branislav Ivanovic, whose praises I was singing last week, looked like yeah, he was yeah, playing the, masters yeah, stink, in that first stinker, half. Didn't they? He yeah, did. He was running in treacle every time he was out yeah. of position. But, um, and this was a real theme of last season, Slaven Bilic changed the game. Slaven Bilic made the right subs. Slaven Bilic probably gave them a bit of a hairdryer treatment at halftime. Um, oh, you would have thought so. You would have oh, thought so. Yeah, I, and I wouldn't want to be on the end of one from Billich, Jesus. Yeah. Um, and Albion were a different side. Albion should yeah. have won that game. And I'm not... In the end, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm not no, no, saying no. that no. just because we were, you know, we oh, we could have won it once we scored. We should have been 2-1 ahead by the time we scored. Pereira had a couple of chances. Kravinovic had a great chance. If the law um, of averages were, were con- if the law of averages were converted into physical sort of football stats, the game should have finished about 7-6 or 7-all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because the chances Brighton had in the first half and the chances yeah. you had in the second. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It, yeah. it was one of those games where literally in the first half, every time Brighton went forward, they looked like they, go, they were going to score and they should have scored. Agreed. You know. Yeah, agreed. Um, and then second half, every time Albion went forward, it looked like you were going to score. Yeah, I agree with you that. Know, it, was one of, it, was, it was just a really... And to be fair, I did say, I know it wasn't pretty watching for you in the first half. <laughs> yeah. But, I, but, I, stand, but I, I called it right last week. I, did, I said, 
I said it would be a good game for the neutral. And actually, and I thought it was a good it game was, for the yeah, neutral I agree with that. because it was a tale of two halves. It was two teams for 45 minutes each yeah. going at it, you know. And, and, and yeah, and, and I knew it would be a good game. And, and, and Agreed. Like I said, it was, you know, it was, it was um, in the end, a draw on balance was, was, was the right result. I'd say so too. I'd say, I'd say it was maybe one and a half for us and a goal for them. But I mean, the XG doesn't show that. Albion are bottom of every XG chart for goals. I know it's, you, you know, we're overperforming. Interesting. It. It's interesting to read, to read so it walls. and analyze yeah. it and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, yeah. I take a cursory glance at XG now and again, but at the end of the day, yeah. it, you know, Brentford and Fulham, I think had better XG, um, Win rates than us most of the games last season, and yeah, you know, yeah sure, and sure. Up and they didn't. You know, it, yeah. it you can't uh, you can't live and die by it, but it does. Do you know, ult- ult- ultimately, kids, you've had two games, and I thought you were going to lose both, and you, you've got two points, and you, you know, at times in those games of, of, of performance and game managed them in ways that you need to do to 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 have a chance of survival. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, you know, it'd be great to have had, had six points on the board or four points on the board, but it could have been worse. But you've got two points on the board. Absolutely, it was a clean sheet against. Yeah. It was a clean sheet against Burnley. You got absolute torn a new one for forty-five minutes against Brighton, yeah. and you had the, you had the cojones and the, the the ability to bounce back second half and not crumble. Yeah. Um, so that is that is a positive to take forward. You Agreed. Know. Agreed. So, yeah. So, yeah. So um, as is custom. We yep. are going to put together a combined 11. Um, and yep. I've got a little bit of deja vu because last week I started with, there's one man whose name is non-negotiable. Um, yep. But this week I feel like it's even more so. Even um, more, yeah, yeah. Helped by the fact Rue Patricio had about a biscuit wrists. Um, yep. But Sam Johnston absolutely kept us in that game. I don't think anything more yeah. needs to be said. Made no, 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 no. Sam Johnston again. He's in, no problem, mate. There's, 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 there's no need to expand. He was excellent for you again. Um, Agreed. You know, Rui sometimes will have a difficult gig getting into this team mm. because most games he has nothing to do. Agreed. Agreed. That's the yeah. thing. And the problem this you week know, was he had something to do and didn't and he do had, it he, well. had, he had one thing to do and didn't yeah. do it, so he was never yeah. going to get him. But Sam Johnston again, very, very good. So yeah. no, no qualms there. Agreed. No qualms there. So. Um, who have you got in your defence, Jack? Who who are you putting forward for the back three, back right, four, well, whatever we're playing? Yeah, well, I I've, obviously I know we're negotiably, and I know we can't. We 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 got rattled yeah. through, but I have gone for a um, a three five two this week. Me too, um, mate. Me too. I've gone for three five two, and you're gonna you're not gonna bite at this at all. But I've gone for the Wolves back three. I think that's probably Wolves. fair enough. They were very because solid. we were we were very solid. We weren't troubled. The only mistake that was made was Cody giving away the foul. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in my opinion, it, was soft, it, wasn't, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't a foul yeah. in a month of Sundays kind of thing. Um, naturally, Albion in the second half, the defence did a lot better. But first half, they were under the cosh. They were so bad. I mean, Shemi Ajay. All over the bad. Yeah, Shemi Ajay was, was the one sort of shining light in that first half. I, I thought he played got very a, well, but... I've got a Ajay with a question mark thinking yeah. if I've got to... If I've got to give a little bit here yeah. possibly but for I mean, me it was, it was, it was solid enough thing. the only thing I would say um, is Ajay was in over Cody for me and only because he gave away the foul but I will concede yeah. it was soft um, and I'll probably say the Wolves back three performed to 
a considerably higher level than Meow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Max Kill. Ma- shout out for this Mac for Max Kilman because yeah. boy, he's he's turning to some player. Did, did you know he played football? Player. Did you know he's a football? No, player? do you know what people don't mention it? No, people much, don't actually, mention mate, it enough, do they? No, don't mention it. I think we should, I think people should talk about it more. To be fair, yeah, me too. So, so moving on from defence, uh, I think that's yes. fair. Albion goalkeeper, three Wolves defenders. Um, yeah. Again, Ooh. for me, um, yeah, I have got. Um, Kravinovic, I thought he played yes, really, really well. Yeah. Good, good, me good. Too. Bit of yeah, common ground there. Yes. Um, he sung the yes. palms of Matt Ryan, who, by the way, is, it was excellent. Like, I yes. don't think I realised how good he is. How good he is and how good yeah. the standard of goalkeeping is in the Premier League. When it's you go from the Championship to the Premier League, it is night and day. I mean, it's night and day in a lot of ways, but that's one of the things that's really stood out for me coming back up after a couple of years down. Um, the, there's some really the good keepers who haven't made it in the Premier haven't been able to cut the mustard the yeah. standard of goalkeeping is unbelievable and that is a lot of teams downfalls in, in a way because this is what always make, this is what always shocks me is when teams go down from the Prem their goalkeepers always seem to get a big move out of it yeah. all the time and for me I've never quite understood it um, like Ben Foster Aaron Ramsdale it do, yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, well, you know. And, and then when occasion, I mean, for, you know, there are some very, very good goalkeepers about. And for me, the last time Wolves were in the Prem, I know the standard of football has changed in the last sort of decade. But you know, when last time Wolves in the win the Prem, you know, our sort of goalkeepers were Wayne Hennessy, Marcus Hanneman. We brought in Doris DeVries from Swansea. Yeah. Um, and, and and that kind of we we sort of just about stayed up with, with them, and then obviously we, we went is, down. Is John Ruddy still your like, number two, Jack? Now John Ruddy at the moment is number two, and to be honest, well, he'd you, get in absolute... a lot of championship, a lot of championship teams. Listen, John Ruddy, John Ruddy's a fantastic championship goalkeeper. But yeah. I tell you, what, Drew Patricio, and I feel like I'm tempting fate here. So again, I'm touching wood in front of me. If if, if Drew Patricio pulled up in training or was out for a couple of yeah. weeks, and John Ruddy, I'd be like, boy, boy, we're in trouble here. I think I'd rather have the young kid and the Sondergaard and, 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 and the, the young lads, to be honest with you. But, uh, yep. but anyway, yeah, we, we, we digress. But yes, agreed. Yeah. Goalkeeper standard, Premier League. Top, yeah, top so I thought Matt Ryan was brilliant. I thought um, yeah, yeah. I thought Kravinovic did a really, really yeah, good yeah. job of testing him, but he was, he was, uh-huh. he was up to the test. So Kravinovic yeah. is in my team. Um, yeah. The, the, for me, I'll, I'll be honest with you, midfield... It was again going back to the controlled Nuno thing. There was yeah. nothing spectacular about it, but I put in alongside Kravinovic Neves because mm-hmm. I thought he did what he does best. He wasn't spectacular. He wasn't, you know, you know, eating volleys from thirty-five yards out in top bins that sort of stuff. But what he's turned into is a classic sort of CDM, and he goes about his business very, very quietly. Yeah, I did. You what, sorry? I'd agree with that, yeah. I think he had yeah, a yeah. solid game, yeah. Yeah, solid game. Nothing spe- he's completely... The, the role that he came to Wolves in and he built his reputation on has completely changed and he's now a classic, sit in front of the back four, track back, do that sort of customary little slide tackle where he's, where his knee's slightly bent, pick up the ball, spray it out and, <laughs> and build from the back. And, yeah. you know, and he does it very, very well and, and he wasn't spectacular by any stretch of the imagination, but I thought... Looking at the formation, I was trying to get in with the players around him. I thought I had him and Kravinovic as the two in the middle. Yeah, um, next to I, each other. I, yeah, I think that's. I think I'd, I'd have Neves as well. Um, yeah. Now, who do you have 
around those two because I think this might be where we start to we disagree. we start to, to, to disagree. Yes. So um, I have got in front of him like a like an advanced three, and I've got um, I've, I've gone for Pedenza Neto either side, and I've gone for Pereira dropping in front. Yeah, now, I know per- Pereira didn't Pereira have his best him. game, but but I thought he came on in the second half a lot better. Agreed. Um, I, I thought I thought he he. He sort of controlled the game in essence, and everything that Arvin did went through him. It's like a magnet. In the second so, half. so yeah, just yeah, to, yeah. to touch on Pereira because I do agree with that, and I'll, I'll come back to Neto and Pedence because I'm not sure both of them get in my side. But so with Pereira, um, sure, sure. Bilic changed the system in the second half. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Alan Robbins came on, Kyle Edwards came on. And what that allowed yeah. to do was Pereira was was basically playing in a midfield three, but as as the number 10, he was a very advanced eight sort of 10 role. And everything yeah. went through him. Everything went yeah, through. Yeah. And it was like watching him take the piss, basically, because that's, that's what he did at championship level. And he was just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was, came into his element a little bit. He did, yeah. I, I, almost, I almost felt like one of those games with... Pereira is one of those plays for me where he can go one way or the other. And I think on Monday night, you've gone in at half-time being absolutely mullered for 45 mm-hmm. minutes. No, no, no way, just no. You were absolutely mullered. The players like Pereira, for me, having watched him and seen bits and bobs and watched him a lot more recently than what I did, he could have quickly faded or he could have grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck and turned his magic on. And what he did was he grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck, yeah. turned, turned the magic on and said, right, you know what? If we're going to get something out of this game, it's coming through me. It's coming through me. Yeah. And and, and, that, and that's what it was for me. And like you said, he was like a magnet every time the ball yeah. he hit the beat. post. He dragged he, one just yeah. wide of the right post. Yeah, and it yeah. was like he, he he was so involved. He was he was excellent in that second half. And that, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's it's promising to, to yeah, see yeah. that performance from I mean, Dean Garner was yeah, poor right. again. Um, it, it, so it, he it, gets it, nowhere uh, near this eleven this it week. Was, um, dog doo doo. Yeah, it's a shame it's a shame yeah. because he's yeah. Uh, he's every bit as talented as Pereira, but he's, he's stuck yeah, the last yeah, couple yeah, of sure. weeks. Um, so, Neto and Pudent, did they both play I've 90 circled, minutes? I've circled, I've, I've circled Neto, by the way. I've circled yeah. Neto. Okay. Um, Pudent didn't play 90 minutes, but I thought Pudent was unlucky to be hauled off. Uh, when I uh, he's hauled every week, mate. He's, he's taken off and, every and week. I th- and he? I think he's unlucky, because mm. actually, it's obviously the new nose obviously got to be a penchant for, for, for Neto. Yeah. That, that, and I think that I think that's it at the moment. He likes them both, hence why they're both starting to book Traore. But I think he sees Neto as a 90-minute man at the moment. But actually, yeah. I thought on Sunday, Pedence was very, very good. I thought he wasn't his best. He wasn't magical. He wasn't like it. But every time he had the ball, he looked like he was going to do something. I, did, I felt like Newcastle didn't know which way to go with him. You know, that little turn he did in the first half where he sent... Um, watch his face for not dog down the road at Asda you know just, this, he was yeah, very that, very that was, very that good. was the highlight of the first half that it? was the highlight of the first <laughs> half um, so I, when he took Neto, um, when he took Pedence off I was I, admit, I was, at the, I, was, I, was I, I was watching the game and I was like for fuck's sake I was like why he took him off I was like if anybody take Neto off not that I thought Neto would be poor but I just thought Pedence yeah. would offer us more going forward um, I kind of circle Neto because my front two I, I'm, unless you can argue otherwise, I'm not changing the front end. I like to think you'll be on board with me with them. Um, Neto, that's why I've circled, and that's why I've got. I thought your two subs that came on 
Callum and Kyle. That's uh, why Robinson I asked Edwards. about nine, we're 90 very, minutes, we're, mate, ve- yeah. we're, very, we're very, very good. And I thought the way that they came on, and I, I'm happy for you to jump in and take over a little bit because I thought they were both very good. I'm not sure. Yeah, how so it I'll, I'll concede system, pedence. I'll, I'll concede yeah. pedence, um, but I would, I would probably say that Callum Robinson did more to affect the outcome of the game in yes. his half an hour than yeah. Pedro Neto did in, in his 90. And for yes. me, yeah. Robinson yes. got in my team. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sound? Yeah. Okay. I'll front two. Now, if this front two is anything other than Raul Jimenez and Carlin Grant. Yes. No. Yes. Then, we're in business. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a few. Yeah. Okay. No discussion needed. So Simple. Um, but we'll do it anyway. So Raul Jimenez does what Raul Jimenez does. Last week, we spoke about how he can maybe not look like he's going to score in a game and then and absolutely, I mean, I can shout expletives with the TV <laughs> and tell Nuno to haul that useless sack of whatever. And be, a typi- be a typical Wolves fan, and then he then, yeah. he, then he does what he does, and then oh, know, sublime I'm chanting, that goal I'm, was. I'm, I'm singing, I'm singing, see, senor, around the house, and you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but that's why he stays on the pitch. That's why he's our number one. That's why he's world class. That's why he's absolutely vital to us as a club because he's just so important. Yep, um, I agree with that. Yeah, I think, and, I think he was the difference between talk- a nil-nil and Wolves taking the lead, uh, which yeah, yeah. kind of goes without saying, but it was it was brilliant. It was absolute sublime yeah. finish. Um, so, I'll let you talk oh, Yeah, a Mr. word Grant. on KG. Um, yeah, I, get out of here. <laughs> I thought that... Um, <laughs> He took his goal like he's been playing it for the Albion for months, like he's in a rich vein of uh, form, when in reality, he played uh, 70 minutes against Burnley and he never touched the ball against Brighton in the first half and he didn't get much service in the second half. Our play was a lot better, but he was dropping very deep to get the ball. And then one chance, bang. Make a yard, sends Ben White the wrong way. um, Pinnacle? Clinical. Just rifle past Excuse the goalkeeper. Me. And that's what yeah, yeah. that's why we've paid the money we have. I mean, I think we're paying it instalments over the next fifteen years. Um, I think I think every deal at the moment, mate, with finances, true, yeah. this pandemic, etc., is over instalments. Yeah. And yeah. I think our tomato I think our tomato I'm sure our tomato deal is over five, six years or something like that. Well, good. I hope you don't um, pay Barcelona because they never pay anybody, do they? Oh no, I know, yeah. I know. Well um, I'm sure Mendes will sort that out. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Carlin Grant gets in alongside Raul Jimenez. So, to review the team, in goal we've got um, the undisputed best goalkeeper in the black country, according to our Combine 11s, Sam Johnston. He's in there every week. Um, back three, <laughs> back three of, Bol- well, you, you said the Wolves three. I, I presume you mean the three centre-backs and not Saez. No, no, I'm C- Cody Kilman Bowley. Yeah, that's a three. Cody yeah, Kilman I Bowley. agreed. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got Kravinovic, uh, who did really well yeah. in a deep role this week, I thought, yeah. next to Neves. Um, and yeah. then in front of those three, we've got Callum Robinson, uh, Mateus Pereira, and Pedence. And then up yes. front, the two strikers, Carlin Grant and Raul Jimenez. I'll tell you what, that is yeah. a good side. Not, it's not a bad side, that is, is not it? Not a bad side, no. Sprinkle Pereira and Carlin Grant in that Wolves lineup, and you've got. <laughs> That extra they, wouldn't, magic. they wouldn't even make our 16, mate. I won't worry about that. Yeah, well, 
we'll, we'll have that discussion another time. Maybe <laughs> 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 off air. Um, <laughs> so we have our combined 11. Now, there is a game yeah. tomorrow for Wolves a- and a game next I week. I can't believe our cricket to come around. Oh, Absolutely I know, mate. I know. Bonkers. So even though Absolutely they are bonkers. both the same game week, um, we yes. don't play till Monday and Wolves don't play. Yep. No, and Wolves play tomorrow. So, and obviously Correct. for anybody wondering, this has been recorded on Thursday. Um, so Wolves play Palace. Wolves are yep. home to Palace. I believe. Am I? We are. You won't really make much difference these days. Yeah, that's very true. So now I am going to go first on Wolves here. I'm fully expecting, yeah. I'm fully expecting a similar game to Newcastle. Fine, yeah. it's whatever. But this Palace team are exactly the kind of team who Wolves will not want to play because they they might soak up the pressure for a little bit that you know uncle roy's there he's got history being yeah, wolves yeah, yeah. at Molyneux. Yeah. um they might soak up the pressure and then they've got the the likes of zaha Abereze, um benrama to punish and that's what newcastle lacked and i think wolves could fall into the same pattern here again i it i would be i would stomach isn't it Oh, he is. Yeah, what am I talking about? Yeah, yeah. I, I always group Abere as and Ben Rama together because yeah, 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 yeah. because I've I think they're both yeah. phenomenal championship footballers. Yeah, but uh, Ben Rama went to West Ham anyway. Um, okay. Whoever they've got, including Abere as and including Wolf Zaha, they've got more than enough to punish. Um, yeah, got more than enough to punish Wolves if Wolves sort of fall for the control the game trap. Where I think yeah, we yeah. could get a result is if they let Palace try to control the game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think so. It, it's it, it, of what obviously Wolves have played Palace a number of times over the last couple of seasons, and it's always an interesting one because you, you look sometimes you look at Palace's starting eleven, and as you've just said, you've just reeled off, you know, Zaha, Eze, um, you, you know, they've got um, is it John, Jonathan Ayew? Oh, is it Andrew Ayew? I always get mixed up. Um, uh, Andre, I think. Is, yeah, is, it, not a Swan, you know, is it Swansea? Isn't he? It, it used to be at Palace, but I think this this is testament to. Um, how much we watch Crystal Palace, isn't it? That we can absolutely only two players yeah. between us. The point I'm trying to absolutely it's a good point, but the point I am trying to make is you, I always look at Palace eleven when Wolves playing and go, bloody hell, these actually a decent side. These yeah, aren't yeah, they're, yeah. They're decent. And then you look at the fact that the, the Tonks United first game of the season three 0 you know, and and, the, and 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 things are they? And God, they have got ability about them. I will always have confidence in Wolves in the way that we set up and play. It's like I said, it's never always pretty. It's never always easy on the eye, but. I very, very rarely see a team come to us and we're on the back foot and we look like we're struggling. Even when we played the Mantis and the Liverpools, we never look under the cosh for 90 minutes. So individual sort of players and, and, and team sheets don't bother me as such. My only concern is, is that, is that he, like I said, if we don't do what we should be doing or should have been doing the last couple of games, is killing teams off early doors. If we don't do that... And we get to the similar situation again where it's nil-nil or just the one-nil or something on those lines. And then Palace have got nothing to lose. And then you Zaha's and your Eze's and your players are that sort of... And, and it's Jordan I the last by the way. You were right, it Jordan Ayew. Ju- I, yeah. I thought so, yeah. Andre's still at Swansea, I think, yeah. I think he's very underrated. That Jordan Ayew, very underrated. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, and I just hope we don't fall in, in, into that same trap. I think it's very much... I mean, you look at the bookmakers' odds. You wouldn't think you wouldn't you wouldn't think it at all. We're, we're sort of heavy favourites, but you know, as we were against Newcastle, so you can't always go go on the bookies. But yeah, I, I just think if we if, if if we're if we're at the races, we have a good start. We do what we need to do early doors, score early doors, 
I think we'll be absolutely fine. I just don't want us to get to half-time at nil-nil or even one-nil down. That's me assuming and presuming that we won't be losing. I don't think we will be, but if yeah. we are, but I don't want us to get to that sort of halfway, three-quarters marker and we're just sort of like going through the motions. Yeah, the slow starts Newcastle. are a bit of a concern. Like we spoke about this last week. It, Wolves should have been out of sight before. I mean, I mean, just before, just before we, just before we've come on air to record this, I saw um, a tweet that Wolves have put out, and I'll be reading the article. And I quickly glanced at the sort of the, the, the headline of the article and the bullet point, and it said, "I'm sure it mentioned along the lines of Nuno addresses the need for quicker starts and or uh, being yeah. more clinical or something like that." Yeah. And it, it's I think they're clinical like, enough. I, I think Wolves are I clinical quit, enough. I just I don't think, think we are. Stuff. I don't think we are. Well, they're outperforming. Go back to XG. They're outperforming their XG massively. Like as are Albion. I, I, yeah, I, I just, I just think the amount of ball we have in the amount of possession. The amount oh of yeah, I'm with you, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I, when yeah, I say yeah. clinical, I mean but like I incisive. Like, you wish they had more sort of just a little bit more vigour. Yeah. Like I was, I had a bit of. I was bored the other day and had a bit of nostalgia and I was just watching some of the old games in the season and granted it's yeah. a championship I know that yeah. but it was only a couple of years ago it was under Nuno we've still got a lot of the players that we had then and the way we played in the championship and of course we had the licence to do it because we were just far superior to anybody yeah. else in the league but just we were just so fast we were ferocious we were quick we were direct we, we, we played free-flowing football and sometimes we just wish because we've got the players to do it you look at our side and the players we've got on the bench, I mean, I looked at our bench against Newcastle and I thought it was a joke. It was that good. It's one of the strongest benches I've seen. It was absolutely ridiculous. Well, Traore gets in maybe 14 of the Premier League starting 11. You know, you know, and it, it, it's ridiculous. And, you know, and I, I, just, I just sometimes, I hope, I hope that he just thinks, do you know what? Let's just have that little bit of vavavoom, that little bit of swagger that we had in the Championship days. Let's just go for it because we've got the ability to hold, we, we very rarely concede. We keep clean sheets. We've got, in my opinion, one of the top three goalkeepers in Europe. You know, it's not like we need to be conservative and and sit deep in a, in a deep back five. We don't need to do that. Um, so yeah, so just hope the handbrake gets let off a little bit tonight. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna stick my neck on the line and, and say two one Wolves and say hopefully we'll have a quick start, a couple of goals. And, well, I was, yeah, I was going to ask you yeah. for a score prediction. Two one. So yeah, you think Palace will score? I, I don't. I possibly. I I I. I you know, I'm going 2-1 because yep. I looked, I, I was pretty spot on with the Newcastle results. I thought I was going to come in and go, yes, today, because I predicted, you know, up to 89 minutes, it was one that it was dull, it was conservative, <laughs> it wasn't particularly great. And I was yeah. like, I've been spot on here. And I was going to say the same against Palace, against Palace but I thought, no, just in case that we do have that sort of bombardment for the last 15 minutes or whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll go 2-1. And I hope we just do what we did against Sheffield United, but for a bit longer than Ten minutes. Okay. So um, I think Wolves will win, but not it. You know, it will be sort of a two-one. It won't be a, a yeah, comfortable, yeah. a comfortable one. I'm sure. going to say, I'm, I'm going to say two-one as well. I'll go with you. Two-one. Yeah. Yeah. Two-one. So good man. Albion against so, what, Fulham. What a game! What it a game! Is, yeah, that is. What a game! So big for well yeah. both teams. But that is the kind of game that we were playing at the, last, the back end of last season and totally shrinking. Yeah. Um, it was a real, real problem for Albion, the, our performance in the big games. And this is, this is as big as it gets at this stage of the season. Yeah. We're seven games in. And this is almost... If we lose this, 
to a team who are relegation fodder. I've got no, I've got no qualms about that. Fulham will be getting relegated. Um, yeah. If we lose this, it will, it will condemn us to relegation. It's psychologically, how do you come back from it after a battling yeah, point against it. Palace, a good point against Burnley, ha- and you cannot go and lose to Fulham. Um, and I think. I don't think we will. I think we'll be fine. But last season, we had a real problem with Fulham. The games were boring. We, we couldn't seem to make a mark on it, either of the games against Fulham last season. And obviously, this is still Scott Parker's Fulham. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, true to form, Carlin Grant um, will get a chance and will bury the chance. Um, because yeah. even... Even as well as his goal, I think the big, I think, I think, I think the big thing for for you as well, Kieran. I think you know, you two are playing each other, and then Sheffield United have got Man City and Burnley have got Chelsea. So on the face of it, the, 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 the two, know that that's the, yeah, the the, 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 the the bottom four: yourself, Sheffield United, Burnley, and Fulham. Sheffield United and Burnley have got City and Chelsea. On the face of it, you don't the pickle points. The incentive no. is if you can, if you can get to Craven Cottage, win. Yeah, that then takes you five points clear potentially of, of the bottom three. Yeah, of course, man. Do you I know what I mean? That, yeah, the on games. the assumption that Burnley and Sheffield United don't pick up points, it's a huge incentive for both you and Fulham. I fully expect Fulham to come out and give it a right good go and be a better Fulham than what we've seen this season. Well, it's their season. It, it's it's yeah. basically a playoff for them, isn't it? If they lose yeah, this, yeah. they'll be thinking the yeah, same. Absolutely. Relegation but the incentive fodder, for no Albion chance. to go out and absolutely shit out a horrible one nil to get themselves potentially five points clear of the relegation zone if results go your way. It's a massive incentive. It's a massive, massive incentive. Yeah, I... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure if we'll go out and shit house it, but Fulham will want the ball. No, no, no. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying you will, but what, but what yeah. I'm trying to say is, is like, if you, you know, if it would be the did, perfect game yeah, to go and yeah, do yeah. that yeah, and just yeah, yeah. get the three points no matter how you get them and get home. Well, Fulham are Fulham and if there's any defining feature to Scott Parker's managerial philosophy, um, if you can call it a managerial philosophy, um, is yeah. they keep the ball and they will want to keep yeah. the ball um, against us. They haven't been able to do it against some of the teams, but they'll want to do it against us because we came up together. They were able to do it last season, blah, blah, blah. And Albion have the pace and the, the clinical nature to punish them i mean we've shown that as we're saying earlier we're consistently outperforming our xg week on week which means we are scoring more goals than the chances we are creating deserve if you get what i'm saying so if if we're getting chances we're taking them kind of thing and i think we will get chances and we will take them against fulham and i'm going to go for a two nil albion win i think we will keep our second clean sheet of the season and i think carl and grant will score again what do you think Get some money on that. Get some money on that. <laughs> um, it's a game of. It's a. It's a game of. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go two all. Two all. Interesting. I'm going two all. I think both teams are going to throw caution to the wind. I think there'll be goals in there. Um, and I'm. I'm. I'm going to go. Two I think all. it'll be cagey. Yeah. 
KG relegation six pointer. No, I think Ooh. I think I think it'll be the opposite. I think it'll be the opposite. I think well, it'll I be hope the you're right. I hope you're right. I hope you're yeah, wrong yeah, about the score prediction, but I, I hope I, you're right about the kind of game. I think I think I think I think it'll be opposite, mate. Yeah, so Brilliant. yeah, two well, two all for me, let's mate. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, yeah, so it. that just about does us, uh, guys. Thank you very much for listening to episode Good. two of the Black Country Ramble. Um, once again, hope you got something out of it, and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, anything to add, JB? No, actually, yeah, just quickly. Um, Shout out on Twitter to Nest of the Pyramids, who sent us a quick question. Of course, so I thought we could did. quickly answer it before we wrap up. So, Nest of the Pyramids, thanks for listening. The support is much appreciated. So, Nest of the Pyramids tweeted myself and Kieran via um, um, Kieran's Full Fossil Twitter page. Yeah. Question for myself and Kiz: Who at your club would you say is the most important person? This can be a player, manager, or a general member of staff. I'll answer it quickly, very, very quickly. Um, Nuno. Wolves. It is absolutely Nuno. Of course it's Nuno. He of is, course it's Nuno. The, you know, he is the ketchup to the, you know, the, the, the chips and stuff. He's absolutely, he's God. Absolute one. God. And chips. even, I don't know where I came from, to be honest with you. I was trying to think of like some kind of analogy. And <laughs> I'm really, really hungry. And, and you... um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. You, you can keep that one now. But, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. definitely even though, even though, he infuriates me at times with his tactics ultimately yeah. that what that man has done for this football club and what I think he will do in the future is, is something we could have only have dreamt of when yeah. we were watching uh, Paul Lambert and you know God yeah. and all that sort of not, yeah, not even that all the yeah. nonsense before so, so sorry yeah. I digress Nuno, Nuno for me yeah I think yeah once again Thank you, Nesta of the Pyramids, for the question. But I do think he'll be changing his name now, seeing as Ahmed Aghazi's moved on. Um, but uh-huh. but uh, well, again, we could do a whole podcast on that saga. That's a weird I'll one. Um, so for me, it's more difficult. So we don't have that Nuno figure. Bilic is, is amazing. Slaven Bilic has... He massively overperformed last season. Slaven Bilic has reinvigorated the club. Slaven Bilic has taken us from looking like one of those clubs who might go down and stay down to a club who are all of a sudden ambitious in our transfer policy. We're performing on the pitch in, a, in an attractive manner. And we're back in the Premier League. So I would say Slaven Bilic, but... Players like Mateus Pereira do not play for West Bromwich Albion. And I have to say Pereira yeah. because he's our prized asset. He's going to be worth £40 million. He is, he is all that is good about all that is good at Albion. He's the catch-up to yeah. our chips, JB. Excellent. There's the analogy. <laughs> there we are. We're we'll done. use it every we week. Sign off happy. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Thanks again, Stop guys. Man. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>